Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat, where this week's headlines, well, the market's sharply lower in front of the USDA report, French non-EU exports are lowered, stocks increased, and the new crop supported by lower yield concerns. Today sees the release of the monthly USDA report with expectations that wheat production will be increased in Canada, Argentina and Australia. How much of this finds its way into exports is debatable with logistical restrictions in Canada and Australia and the thorny question of whether Argentina can or will guarantee genetically modified free wheat still to be answered. The likelihood is that global ending stocks will increase slightly. What we do not expect is that the USDA will more accurately reflect EU and Russian exports, which combined are around 9 million metric tonnes too high, which is unrealistic given the tight EU balance sheet and Russian quotas. The Matif futures market hit the buffers this week due to the firmer euro, a 200k reduction of non-EU French exports and a subsequent increase in ending stocks by the French Agricultural Ministry weighing on sentiment. It is somewhat ironic that French exports be reduced in the same week that six Panamax-sized vessels of feed wheat were reportedly sold to China in new business. Analysts have been busy forecasting the implications of lower fertiliser applications next season, with one analyst concluding a drop of 13 million metric tonnes in the EU wheat crop alone. Given the already tight global wheat stock situation in major exporting countries like the EU and the potential for large reductions in fertiliser-hungry maize crops worldwide, it's not unreasonable to say that Mother Nature has got her hands full if global stocks are to be maintained, let alone replenished. Geopolitical issues are also weighing on sentiment, with the Biden-Putin meeting seemingly giving no satisfactory explanation for the Russian troop build-up on the Ukrainian border, whilst a political boycott of China's Winter Olympics does not appear to have stopped them mopping up record amounts of crude oil, fertiliser, copper, iron ore, wheat and soybeans, amongst other commodities. We're now moving into the notoriously thinly traded holiday period with its accompanying volatile market movements, starting with tonight's USDA report. On to malting barley and the headlines this week. Well, the market's firm for malting barley, beer sales are positive and crop 22 values are attractive. The 21-crop malting barley market remains firm with solid demand from UK maltsters plus additional demand from the merchant trade looking to buy in their short positions. Demand for malt is good with most malting facilities working at full capacity with some having to turn away fresh malt orders. Beer sales globally are steady with the three major international brewers AB InBev plus 12%, Heineken plus 4% and Carlsberg plus 7.5% all showing increased sales year on year for the period January to September 2021. There is active interest in new crop from UK maltsters and although premiums over feed barley are not at the levels of 21 crop they are significantly over the five-year average. Please discuss marketing options for your 22-crop spring barley with your open field contact. The oilseed rape headlines. Midweek values were not far from the recent market highs. Sellers are maybe looking to capture market gains and some buyers are absent as OSR prices itself out. This week saw values recover from last week's Omicron jitters 
There's been very firm prices all week following strong Matif gains, and these gains were further supported by sterling, which fell to its lowest position since mid-November, triggered by concerns about the UK government implementing tighter COVID-19 curbs, which were announced yesterday, Wednesday, and crude oil strength. Midweek values were not far from the recent market highs, which may now bring sellers out who missed those highs last time round. Buyers have been mainly shorts and crushers because compound buyers have either stopped using because OSR priced itself out of their rations or they've only been buying hand-to-mouth once product sales have been agreed. In international news, we saw the US proposing to scale back the amount of biofuels that US oil refiners were required to blend into their fuel mix since the onset of COVID-19. The decision was intended to provide relief to the US refining industry after the health crisis slammed domestic demand for transport fuels. But the proposal drew criticism from both the oil industry, which claimed the measures were not enough, and the biofuels sector, which said the retroactive move to cut blending volume mandates would hurt US farmers. Closer to home, EU rape oil was offered between 20 and €25 per tonne higher on worries over tight supplies, while more deferred positions were between unchanged and $10 down on the back of a weaker dollar, which weighs on euro-priced products. Palm oil on the European vegetable oils market eased on Wednesday following weaker Malaysian palm oil futures on the back of lower soy oil. For up-to-date prices and for information about marketing opportunities, please speak with your local open field farm business manager. And finally, the grain and pulses price indicator starting with feed wheat for December, 218 to 228 pounds, May, 223 to 233. Feed barley, 195 to 205 for December and for May, 200 to 205. Oilseed rate for February, 590 to 595 and for May, 593 to 596. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.